What up, motherfuckers? Welcome back to Picks Where It Didn't Happen. So, I know last week was pretty fucking grimy and... Fucking dirty. We did it because we had to. But this fucking week, this is all about good-ass fucking vibes and good fucking feelings. I am always, always joined by my co-host, the motherfucking Yeti. What up, y'all? I was a little bit more animated than usual. Ha <laughs> ha. Thank you. And we are joined by our friend north of the border, fucking Noise 13, homie. What's good? What up? Whoop, whoop, moose, moose. That's how us Canadians <laughs> say it, you know? And... Uh, we, yeah, man. We have doing a, real good. Thanks for having me, guys. We Absolutely. have an extra special guest that we ain't even fucking know about when we booked this. Surprise! Uh, you wanna you wanna tell them who the fuck you are? Surprise, motherfuckers! It's be the beast host Chuck Reeves. If you don't know who I am, the host of the Beard Speaks and one of the producers of Netfest, which just happened. Ow! Ow! A couple weeks ago. And if you, you missed, you, that you probably know me. You probably dislike me. <laughs> you know that's that's something that I kind of want. I'm waiting for haters. I know. Where's my haters? Where's at? my haters? I need some haters. Netfest did a lot for my uh, my PR, fellas. I'll, I'll put it that way. All I right. think any harm I may have done to the underground previous to Netfest has since been made up for. <laughs> no doubt, Chuck. No doubt. I don't even. You know, Chuck, with with most of your videos that I watch of you, I always enjoy them. I don't know why people hate so much. I don't know. Maybe it's the beard, the illustrious beard, my friend. It, there is beard jealousy. As someone who has a luscious face mane, there is beard jealousy it's out there real. from them from them baby face bitches. <laughs> Easy. Oh, I'm sorry, was I was I offending you? It's a medical condition, dick. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we brought you guys both here today because we're going to talk about NatFest. That's that's what we're here for. There'll be some other shit we talk about, but let's just get to the fucking meat of it right away. First off, Noise, homie, fucking murdered it. I saw Thank some, you, man. I Thank saw some you. of the comments. That was some funny shit. I'm glad you took it in stride, but your music spoke above it. Fucking A. You know what? It was like, uh, I think it was only like 25% bad comments. And uh, on, on Juggalo internet channels, that's not that fucking bad. That's a fucking win. I mean, and they were hilarious too. <laughs> somebody was like, somebody was like, who brought their drunk dad, you know, and shit like that. Uh, I think they called me Jellyfish instead of Jelly Roll. I was okay with that. Being compared to Jelly Roll, fucking A. Why not? I mean, yeah, that's a, that's a, <laughs> and here's the thing the, the, the song with, with Young Wicked and Lex, like, that is that good ass old fashioned juggalo storytelling. Like anybody can split, can splatter blood on the wall and say, I'm going to kill you. But that track is a dope ass fucking story. And the video is a good fucking setup for the story. Thank you, man. Thank you. Fun, funny story about that. Actually. Uh, when I, uh, when I walked up to wicked and me and him was talking and I got a minute with just me and him, I looked at him and I was like, dude, you've dealt with some crazy bitches. eh?" And he was like, yeah, <laughs> like you could tell that his verse is like rooted in like some crazy bitch stories, you know? <laughs> I mean, we, we, we've all got them. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah, dude, it was a, it was a trip. Uh, I, I gotta say to Chuck, actually Chuck did me a really good fucking intro uh and i've been getting nothing but love like uh, the followers have been going up i noticed the plays on the music have been going up and uh, the canadians gonna fucking invade man i'm, I'm gonna be stateside uh, as soon as possible here so sure you sure yeah, you yeah. Want that. <laughs> well i don't know i don't know if we had talked about it noise but did you make your entire uncut performance available on uh, your platform over there on your youtube or whatever probably fucking i sure. haven't yet I'm, I'm going to like right now uh we just dealt with a flood up here so my tech ninja is just getting back into his uh 
back into the swing of things, as it were. So I, I will be having that up very soon. But like, uh, because that's that's something I know most people don't know. Um, nearly every artist that contributed to the Netfest project early on was given an amount of time, and everybody filled their time. And then as the show progressed, uh, it kind of self-informed itself as far as how long the typical, you know, skit or you know segment should be. Yeah. So nearly everyone suffered at least some sort of cut, even Twisted. Twisted's original performance was in excess of 90 minutes. Holy fuck. Oh, wow. Fuck. So, uh, be... you know, we cut that down to less than half. Yeah, I had uh, I had two other whole songs, actually, that uh, brand new th- songs produced by uh, Fritz the Cat that I'd only gotten the beats from him like a week earlier. Uh, I sent them back to Fritz, and uh, he loves them, and he approves. So, like, it's still cool that I got that done and was able to show him. But, uh, but yeah, I'll, I'll throw up the whole fucking per- performance if it's cool with you, Chuck. That's, that's, well, that's, that's what I've been seeing a lot of people we'll do that. I mean, everybody, especially, I mean, Damien Quinn, unfortunately, his, his suffered some cuts. But I don't think that anyone that suffered a cut, that that cut affected their performance in a negative way. No, and Chuck, if you handled everybody how like how good you were with uh, handling my stuff and everything, I was just basically like, Chuck, just put my best foot forward for me if you don't mind and that's what he did and if he handled everybody like that then that was everybody's best stuff that was out there for sure because uh like uh, like it was awesome and just like i said just the the time and the love that obviously went into crafting netfest it, it came out even through some of the rougher acts you could see that you juggled everything in a way that you were trying to put the best foot forward for the underground so appreciate that chuck that's something else I want to bring up. Anybody who wants to hate or talk fucking shit, nothing like this has ever been fucking done before. Fucking ever. And it was free. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, three weeks ago, I'm sorry. Let me, let me, let me, uh, let's say six weeks ago, I was having open discussions with people about what the chances were of the public at large, the fans accepting. And, and enjoying something like this. And overall, it was, man, nobody's going to watch that. Bullshit. And then I had this idea, and thankfully Magic Ninja and George and my Astronomicon family um, saw, the, saw the vision, realized that I'd been kicking it on the internet for the last four years, that this is kind of my space, and uh, they kind of gave me the keys and let me drive this ship and... uh yeah, for, for a first-time thing, I think we found a good way. It's ADD theater. It's fucking, like that. you know yeah. what I mean? It's not, you know, you're not going to have to sit through one thing that you might not like all that long because the weather's going to change in eight minutes. Right. And I think if we can keep that sort of thing on the internet, what else are you going to do on a weekend besides watch ill shit on the internet anyway if you're stuck <laughs> at home? Yeah, and so, fucking a. something else that, like, I want to throw to is... it. The fact that, like I said, the fact that something like this has never been done and the time and the amount, like I remember Monoxide made the announcement and then, what was it, about a month later? Not even that? Yeah, I mean. From start from start to finish, from the day this got a green light to the day we aired was 20 days. Oh, that's insane. Fucking nuts. Originally, we were supposed to go on Memorial Day weekend. An entire yeah. week. But there's no way. No, nobody would have been there. No. And something else that was really dope, and this is something my Zooligan homies were all the fuck about, the interactive posts on Facebook and Insta and the other socials. 
that was really fucking cool and it lets us still feel like we are with our show homies because there are some friends i only see at shows that's just yep. straight the fuck up fucking a yeah well like uh just like if people are clowning that's not a fucking bad thing to see at a fucking juggalo underground event that means that we were the first it's going trolls. pretty good that's a regular occurrence you we- know like that, that means fucking there's people paying attention i think anyways of your viewers, only about 10% of them are what I would call active commenters anyway. Yeah. So mm-hmm. if you look at the fact that we had 1,500 people tuned in, which I don't know about the size of the venues where you're at, but the only venue that I know of that Twisted does more than 1,500 people at in the country is here in Worcester, Massachusetts, where they'll do closer to 3,000. Yeah. Um, I don't know what they do where you're at. It could be a couple of hundred. About that, so yeah. I know for yeah. a fact a lot of these artists were seen by up to five times as many people as they would have been seen at opening their local show. And they didn't have to put up with people leaving to go smoke cigarettes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they did have, you know, people were engaged clearly, even the haters. Because if you're in the chat <laughs> saying who brought their drunk dad, you're clearly watching the drunk dad. You were there. Yep. Yeah. yeah. You're exactly. on the number. You know what I mean? Your ticker's there. So guys like Ghost Lake, and I, I keep going back to Ghost Lake as an example. Do you guys remember Ghost Lake? I don't even think I, I don't remember think the I name. Do. I got oh. a bunch of names written here. That's not one of them. Speaking of, speaking of wonderful, Ghost Lake was a video that existed for three years on the internet before NetFest. It was submitted to us from an opener from New Jersey called Twin Devil Boys. One of the most humor-inducing, I'll say, uh, clips that we aired of the whole day. Because it seriously looked like something you would see on a Tosh.0 kind of a program. Was um, that the the one with the wrestling? That wasn't that one. No, 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 no. no. It was two kids that looked spooky like ghosts with white face paint that were by a lake. And they kept saying ghost lake. That's all. Oh, I yeah. Yeah, I did. I did see that. Now that so, you mentioned it, Chuck. Yeah. <laughs> in, in three years, Ghost Lake as a video had only received 300 views. <laughs> right now, the tailgate party, which Ghost Lake was a part of, stands at about 40,000 views. So even guys like that, who you may not take as serious as, say, a noise 13, even those folks received far more exposure, not just in this country, but internationally. We had people from Australia due to the fact that we included Kid Crusher. We had people from Europe who were experiencing a live event like this for the first time. Uh, Artists from the Czech Republic joined us, uh, Resnick and Sodom and Gomorrah, like the internet allows us and affords us the ability to put together special events with people that we'd never be able to get before. No. We would have never been able to get Kid Crusher. That dude's been banned from this country for damn near 20 years. Yeah, you know how many times I've told he was <laughs> That gonna... was a sick fucking set. There were so many times he was supposed to be at the gathering. excited people were for Kid Crusher? I was fucking... He was a tunnel runner, bro. Yup. You want to talk fucking about a. official, like old school underground official? Like, I was blessed. That he came on board. Can and I say something? Real the quick? other thing that was, that was great about this was all these artists that contributed. No one was promised anything. No one was given anything. These were all purely an ask, and it yeah. shows the strength and the network that Magic Ninja, Astronomicon, and the Underground has been able to fucking form. Yeah. Even with a lack of leadership in certain places. Yeah, I can, I can, I can see that. No. And it just, it, it, it blows my mind that 
how many artists you got involved. Like, at first they were talking about like there might be, you know, 50 and then there might be more. And then somebody said like 100 and something. And the last time I remember there being like 100 and something bands on anything was like 08 Gathering. Netflix was like insanely awesome. I mean, just like like Chuck's talking about all the international market, but like I'm sure that there's also like a lot of uh, homegrown talent that uh, that wouldn't reach past just the opening stage, uh, you know, out of that reach, right? I mean, there's there's some of these guys that have probably been uh, rocking this, this thing this for a long a time. Break, this this was a breakthrough moment for a few artists. Yeah, absolutely. A few artists I know took part in Netfest received hundreds if not thousands of instagram likes that's yeah. the night yeah, of. yeah. You know what that's I mean? the power like, of this internet thing and people still want to sort of ignore it and not utilize it to its fullest and hopefully this uh sort of shines the light that hey this works and you will get noticed if you do the things that you need to do and yeah. to be honest in some cases it was the people who didn't do music who got the most noticed mm-hmm. buckshot <laughs> performing would have been yeah. one thing but, but what he did was something else and it created a moment a moment you can't create at a show nope like he couldn't have just came out and done that and said good night on buckshot like you right. know what I mean? people would have booed him but in that capacity he can show that other facet of himself yeah um hex rated was another one who blew my mind with his choose your character mm. you know thing that he did where it wasn't necessarily music related, but it wasn't out of left field either. No, and it was right. I, th- in the I think all great artists, though, like you got you got to be a jack of all trades. You got to be able to make entertaining shit that isn't just music. You know what I mean? Like like from stage show to actually moving around. And if you do only got like a twenty person crowd going down into the crowd and getting off the stage and actually interacting, like 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 talent bleeds through whether it's music, comedy, whatever, you know? Like, mm-hmm. like, and, and it's very evident that the underground world has a lot of fucking talent, you know? Right, and that's actually one of my favorite parts of the whole thing was actually when Draven responded to mean comments. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to get him to do that as a regular thing. Please, oh, my God, do that. The, that was the, the greatest Astro fucking Channel, thing ever. Fucking yeah, and just shock. like... Maybe oh. once a month or something. Like, because now it's become a game where people are actually dropping mean shit in his comments oh no. just to see if he'll read them, I think. I, I got homies yeah, that, that was pretty don't... amazing. And, Why you know, does that he get so something... much hate? Man? I don't know, like, man. Like, 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 like honestly, he, that he was, was nothing that was... but nice to me ever. I mean, like... Twisted could essentially do the same thing, except theirs wouldn't be as funny, I don't think. No. Right, right. But that was something that came out of his brain. And he had submitted a couple of things. That was one of three of his unique ideas. When, to be honest, he could have easily just said, okay, I'm just going to turn in three minutes of me drumming. Yep. You know, right. That extra mile. He painted well, up. Like, you know what I mean? He's painted up at home with his kid reading a story. Like already the rugged man, already the rugged man submitted two different contributions. One that's never going to see the light of day because he was sick. So mm. he delivered us originally an in-studio performance, but he was he was dealing with some sort of lung issue. So what we got was him feeling better with his children, which that was a moment in itself. His kids punching him upside the head while he's rapping. Mm-hmm. Like you can't I, get that. You're never going to get that anywhere else. No. I'm a parent, Chuck, and like I, 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 I'm not even gonna lie. That hit me too, just watching that. And like, I'm pretty real when it comes to my kid. Like, of course, you, you, you bleep out some swears and fucking shit like that. But, uh, 
But like for the most part, you're just yourself around your kids. And it was so cool to see somebody who does this shit for a living and their kids like, you know, watching them. You know, I think my daughter's only seen me perform like one time so far and she's four. But, you know, I cuss a lot and shit. So what can you do, right? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, R.A. killed. You know, I got a cool story about R.A. Just to interject for two seconds. OK. What? Uh, one time, my brother knocked uh, the microphone out of R.A. the Rugged Man's hand uh, in the mosh pit at the gathering of the Juggalos. And my brother pulled a very, he just looked at R.A. the Rugged Man, and he said sorry in his most Canadian voice. And R.A. looked like he was going to hit him, but he didn't. He just grabbed the microphone, and I think he kind of said, like, fuck you under his breath or something. <laughs> and yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Rugged, rugged Man, Rugged Man's almost gotten me trampled on more than one fucking occasion. I believe it, man. He's, uh, he's crazy. I, I hosted a show at a place called the fuck Algonquin or some shit fucking ice arena in Maine. And it was Tech Nine headlining with Token before he was Token. Uh, Joiner Lucas, just as he was becoming Joiner Lucas and already the Rugged Man. And oh, Rugged Man invited the entire arena. 9,000 people. Up on stage. That's so <laughs> fucking insane. There's not enough security stage side. So literally, what's holding nine thousand people back from using the stage the the stage stairs was me. <laughs> <laughs> fucking rugged man starting riots before yeah, it was he almost popular. got me fucking killed. Like he almost got me killed that night because I was like, nah, none of you people can go, come up here because it's a it's not a permanent stage. It's a fucking temporary stage. And if twenty of y'all get up there, guess what? It's gonna collapse. <laughs> You know, that's the funniest thing about all of this is even if it's to our detriment, fuck you and fuck anything you say. And that if that if that ain't the most juggalo thing I've ever heard, if you do this, you will get hurt. So we're going to do yeah, that. Anyway. That's, that's, that's my uh, cross to bear is that, you know, I am the juggalo that's like, yo, fuck you. I'm going up there anyway. <laughs> right. At this point, I also have to think about, OK, how's this going to affect the deposit that's going to hit my fucking cash app later tonight? And if I have a bunch, if I'm standing on a bunch of dead bodies, see, and that's, that's going to affect the cash app deposit. And like, yeah. that, that's something else that we, we've talked about. Yeah, the about. venue might be like, a little bit pissed about that, Chuck. I don't know. Like, <laughs> but fuck it, right? One of the things, one of my favorite things to do, and I'll admit it because this is my show and I can say it. I do a lot of acid. I, I do a lot of acid. And the bigger we get, you know, if we're ever trying to do speaking engagements or shit like that, I can't go up on stage full on space cadet mode. I mean, you you could. I think I know a few uh, artists that do that. I don't think I'm allowed to say who, but, uh, but I, I have. It's not. It's not preferable. <laughs> yeah, it just doesn't sound like to Certainly me that preferred. it would be a good time at all. Like uh, that was probably crap. the biggest decision that I made when I started changing my behavior at shows. Um, when I look at people that are doing things like what you guys are doing here, you know, consider themselves media, consider themselves content creators. I do kind of look at the way people act at shows and like. There are some people out here that claim to be media that by the end of the night, every time they, they go to quote-unquote cover a show, you got to put them in a bucket and carry them home. Yeah. No one yeah. wants that. No, no one wants that. And that's no why I'm Davey as fuck hosting a show after I drink a bottle of Grey Goose because I'm not going to remember anybody's name. I'm not going to remember any of my promos. I'm not going to remember any of the things I'm supposed to say that I'm being paid to say. Yeah. You know well, that's I mean? why... That's why you'll catch me, like, probably not till I'm not performing. Uh, I, like, at Astro, I didn't drink until uh, the third day when I wasn't performing. I mean, I had a, quite a few that day. 
because George told me to relax. I'm, but I'm I'm behind a microphone twelve hours a day for three straight days. Yeah. Yeah, that was not Chuck, choice. man, you, you so kill it, So I man. cannot drink. Like, I smoke when I can. I carry my, my pen with me. That's my primary pacifier most of the time. Yeah. Uh, but drinking or any other kind of hard drugs, like, nah, no way. Because I would ruin a family's experience, and that's <laughs> what I think about. Like, my kids enjoy Astronomicon. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of that. It, it's definitely a, a family event, but just with a lot of smoking undertones, I would say, right? You know, like, that doesn't even bother me because we have a bar. Yeah, well, actually, that's why I drank the third day. Uh, I was sitting down beside the boogeyman, and I started having a conversation with him. That dude's cool. Next thing you know, me and him are drinking whiskeys and eating the hot wings and talking about manifest destiny and shit. It was dope as hell. But you're not going to say no to a whiskey with the boogeyman, you no. know? Like, I will be right back, guys. I had to go grab my my grub hub. Okay, okay. all good, brother. Well, we'll make fun of noise so you get back. How you doing, Ricky? Doing good, man. I, I'm just sitting right beside my plants. Actually, they're uh, they're about a week out from uh, from uh, flowering here, so I have some G13 on the go right away here, man. I don't know how much we and K A say, but Uche should hook me up a when we're other a. <laughs> it's all legal up here. So the fuck it is here, dog. Uh, <laughs> it's a it's a yeah, it's a gray area. Or something. I'm going to take one from Patton Oswald, and I enjoy this joke quite frequently. I look at, okay, so you know when you walk on a playground when you were a kid, and the kids would be like, you can't go that way. The floor is lava. You can't go that way. Uh, yeah. I, I'm not playing that, so I'm going to go there. That's that's kind of how I look at this country's marijuana laws. The floor is lava. Yeah, I, I don't care. Before it was legalized, I was acting like it was legalized for years. Just throw it in a blunt and smoke it. Nobody usually turns their head up here, man, like. They just think you're smoking a cigar. The thing I've discovered I, is the less fuck you give, the less they look at you. If you're like looking, absolutely. If you're like looking around, around the corner, oh man, what am I doing? What am I doing? Looking like a fucking meth head. You know, <laughs> you look like yeah. If you give off the sketch, you're gonna get fucking calls on you or whatever the fuck. Sketch bags do not do good. Here, here's a good note for the people at home: don't be a fucking sketch bag. That it's simple, you know. I can't stand if that think, shit. Just. Just being sketchy as fuck. What's your deal, bro? <laughs> Nothing, man. Jesus. I, I wasn't talking to you. Well, Chuck's gone to get his food here, though. I made a I'm little... back. I'm back. Oh, oh so, no. so no, no shit talking me. No, not you. Oh, all no. him. We we aimed <laughs> everything at him, bro. It was all that way. So now that we we got you back, and I get to talk about something that happened and brag about something that happened. So one of the cooler fucking things that happened with Netfest was the Parish video from Alazulu. Fucking praise Zool. I'm in that motherfucker. A couple he is, times. I'm He's in pretty happy about that. Yo, congratulations to the everybody who ended up in the final cut of the Parish video. I'm like great. that's the cool thing that Zool did with that was they they filmed it in a place where people who are fans of theirs were going to congregate anyway. Yep. Um, Astronomicon is one of those chances where you pretty much have the chance to spend a weekend at Camp Zool if you want. Yup. Fucking hell. So there is that's... a break off group of Zooligans who do their own thing. I mean, they have their own little private things that they do, and they have their own little private hotel room parties, and that's if that's what you want to do at Astro, you can go be a Zooligan all weekend. Yep, and it's it's fucking, it's fucking amazing. And like, it gives the fans, like, that connection to that product. Yes. I'm in a Wu-Tang video, so, like, oh. I, like, you just that's, like, my me. go-to of, like, you just fucking trump me. pop official <laughs> I am. <laughs> just drop that one. goddamn Chuck, I think ace. I was, like, the second thing you told me, actually, when I met you. What, what Wu video? I'm curious. Uh, there's a song called Pearl Harbor. 
I will go back it's and I will check that. Three million views. Um, I was friends with a rapper named Sean Price. Uh, may he rest oh, in peace. Oh, crazy! And yeah, uh, so I ended up in uh, a Sean Price video, and then clips from that video ended up in the Pearl Harbor video because Sean had passed by the time it came out. That's so by de facto. I'm in like a Saigon video. Um, which I was cast in. That was like one of the first hip-hop things I did. And it was because I look like um, Action Bronson to some degree. That's the only reason <laughs> I was cast. I, I think that's not a, like, that's a compliment too, Chuck. You know, Bronson's got his own shine there too. I'd be on a show. Beard game, you know? I, I'd be on a show. Fuck, that's <laughs> delicious. It's definitely right up my alley. Oh, yeah. Yeah, fucking. My, I, my mom even watches that shit. But then again, my mom also like smokes blunts with like, Zool and shit. So, <laughs> noise. I gotta meet your mom, bro. Yeah, your I, mom I've got to get fucking, fucking high awesome. with your mom. You know what? Uh, yeah, yeah. She gets a lot of props from from the other rappers when I, when I'm we're on tour and shit like that. It's pretty dope. Uh, well, she comes out to some shows, but yeah, when your mom's just like smoking blunts out in the open with uh, all the other uh, rappers and talking about her crazy ass life, yeah. Actually, uh, when I was at Astro, I think the second thing uh, Bill from Zulu said to me was, uh, "How's your mom doing?" So that's pretty fucking cool. <laughs> I, I really, but, uh, I really enjoyed your performance at Astro as well. Like, I, I, I really dug the the Netflix performance, but I really enjoy your live set. You have a good energy, and as somebody who's a big fan of the live shows, if you suck live, I'm not going to listen to you anymore. Yeah, no, that's fucking fair, man. Yeah, you know, and and you did change it up each night, right? Because that was something else that I mean, even Trilogy and any any of the people that were attached to the um to the entertainment portion of Astro. All you guys had to play three shows essentially in a row to the same crowd. Yeah, uh, yeah, and I did switch it up every time too. So yeah, like, keeping that shit fresh is a pain in the ass, and should be definitely applauded that you were able to, you know, hold their attention each night, and not have anybody go, "Oh, this fucking guy again." This fucking yeah, guy again. Well, that's sick. what that's what I thought was going to happen when I saw that the same names were opening all three shows. I was like, the crowd's going to get in there and go, "Oh, this fucking guy again," and I know most rappers wouldn't think to change their set each night. You know, so when you told me you were going to do that, I was like, all right, at least I know he's serious about his shit. Oh, dude, I'm so serious, Chuck. Uh, can't say too much, Chuck, but uh, I'm on my way, buddy. I'll be stateside soon, and then these motherfuckers, like, I'm hitting the ground running. As soon as this corona shit's over, I got so many different plans. Uh, since we were talking about Zool, I can tell you one thing. I got uh, a couple of them Zool boys on my fucking next album, so that's pretty dope. Props uh, for that. Yeah, man. I'll be fucking listening. I've been, I, actually, you know what? Fuck it. Like, uh, I'll just, whatever. Fuck it. I got uh, I got Jamie and Paul on two different songs on exclusive. the album. Exclusive. Uh, exclusive. <laughs> I got Lex on the fucking album. Uh, got the Zool Boys on the album. Sea Lance did the beats. Uh, uh, Scatterbrains, uh, Jelly Roll's producer, did the beats. Uh, got some beats coming from Bill from Zool. Like, Billy I got blasphemous. over 30 tracks and like so much, so much fucking work. I just made a new bucket list. So uh, we're, we're going to go hard. Yeah, I'm sure like we'll be doing a lot of checks already too, Chuck. Wow. Well, the States are supposed to be opened up like by July 4th, of course, because, you know, Yo, we got to be able to have America. Rhode day. Island's already fucking open. I'm about as soon as we're done here, I'm going out to the bar. Right <laughs> we're nice. supposed like, to be at 50%. Open, yeah, like, you can, you, you can go like, in. You'll but... come out. I'm like, all right, bro. Mm. Well, we got our bars open up here too. That's fucking uh, 
But we don't got like cases like you guys got. That's some other. We may crazy. we may have overreacted. Ooh. <laughs> what? <laughs> Maybe. This is what I keep thinking. It's like, did we over fucking, or did we watch a bunch of other people overreact, and that's what caused us all to overreact? I don't. I don't. Well, know. we got to be the best, so we're gonna overreact even more. Do you, do you know what my biggest problem with all of this is? Is this is the direction we're going, and we were gonna get to here, but we're now here. Uh, it all seems, and I'm not going to say that people didn't get sick, and I'm not going to say that people didn't die. I'm going to say that the narrative itself, I've seen too many fucking movies. I've read too many fucking books, and this is kind of the way it happens. I was I was, I was, was talking to uh, Damien Leone yesterday, the uh, director of Terrifier, because I, I just recently interviewed him. Um, and sick. we were talking about it, and the fact, the fact of the matter is this was the first time in human history where the only frame of reference we had for what was going on was science fiction genre like andromeda mm. strain fucking this is legend and shit yeah. and like god fucking thank god it wasn't fucking zombies or we'd all be fucked we'd all be eating each other right now mm. like we couldn't even handle this <laughs> I probably we couldn't handle that. For, yeah, the, for all you the, motherfuckers the amount of horror music that would come out it'd be great yeah. <laughs> just for all you doomsday prepper motherfuckers that were like i'm ready for the end you cried about a haircut bitch yeah. This is the most boring Armageddon of all time. It's that fucking, was my fucking, Like At the beginning, I was like, fuck, let's ride. I'm trying to ride. But I feel <laughs> what you're saying. And I think it all began... Like, I'm from Boston. I live in the Boston area. So, um, the Boston bombing. They were able to essentially declare martial law in the city of Boston and lock everyone in their homes on less than an hour's notice. That's the day fucking of the, nice. the day of the Boston bombing. That wasn't something that With was talked state, about big in other states. They place or you know, sometimes when I see shit going down in your guys' country, I think to myself, hey, Canada's pretty fucking good. <laughs> you, must, you must feel like you guys live upstairs from a person who cooks meth. I was going to say, at the meth lab downstairs, bro, that is what we have become. Yep. Like, we thought Mexico you know how, was bad. They try you to keep you guys a crazy secret. everybody thinks I am? Like, they're like, okay, you're in safe Canada, and you're going to go move down to, like, Michigan? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, everybody's like, uh, you have a kid? I'm like, yeah. They're like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, You're going to get a gun, son? <laughs> it is, they keep you guys secret, though, because they really just want you guys to be that safe northern neighbor. Like, we don't hear shit about you guys except for your fucking bag milk. And the weed. Yeah, yeah, and the weed. I'm so jealous of the fucking weed. <laughs> Well, don't forget ketchup chips and maple syrup, motherfucker. Well, I'll now, take like. the syrup. You can keep the. I don't syrup. have your, enough your words. Prime, your prime minister is quite possibly Fidel Castro's <laughs> legitimate child. He so. definitely is. If you look at he's, the photos, I think he fucking definitely is. <laughs> like, like the motherfucker could smoke a cigar and put on one of those little green hats and just go down there and take over. I'm sure of it. Like, Castro's uh, other son, his presumed brother, and him. There's no way they're not fucking. Wrong. So, and then it, and then when you go back and you realize the whole summer that that guy was like conceived, his, the, his father was in Canada and his mother was in in Cuba. Get the fuck so, out of here! Chuck just broke up for me, but I think what he was saying that was that my prime minister's mother slept with Castro. Right? I mean, that's because, what it sounded uh, like. That previous was, prime minister was uh was or sorry his father was prime minister as well right but he doesn't yep, look that's like that's what i he heard like, yeah it's fucked it's crazy so right now who do we think has the worst or let's just say ugliest leader we got boris johnson prime minister of the united kingdom we have our almighty cheeto donald john trump <laughs> we have justin trudeau 
And yeah, we'll just cut it right there because those are the ones. Those are the ones that kind of matter right now. Well, Trudeau is like a baby face, so he's just out. He's like yeah. a fucking pretty boy. Actually, he he grew like a goatee, and he's looking like Julian from fucking Trailer Park Boys now. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Boris Johnson looks like a fucking extra from the Benny Hill show. <laughs> Like he needs to be chasing bitches wearing their underwear in a circle. Like that's I, what I'm, can, like, that's, I can just hear the music now. <laughs> for, for, uh, for you uh, young kids, uh, Benny I mean, Hill was a very offensive Kim, British comic. Yeah, is uh, is uh, Kim Jong Un? Is he still alive? Do we know? Uh, is he dead? I'm convinced he's a robot. They replaced him. That dude ain't there no more. <laughs> Definitely a hologram. He faked his own death because he heard somebody was talking shit, <laughs> and he was like, "Let's find out who's talking shit." It was his fucking sister. <laughs> he faked my own death. That's pretty gangster, actually, man. Like, like, like that, he's pretty hardcore. That's I heard that he used to get like uh, shuffled out of the country to go to like Disneyland and basketball games and shit. I heard he has Down syndrome. <laughs> what? Look at that fucking face. That's a dude who plays in the sand. That's a dude that never had any friends. Uh, also, he's, re- he's representing that twenty fifth Chromie Club. Representing the twenty fifth Chromie. I'm trying to cut myself off because I'm going to say some fucked up shit. So let's just cut that one where it's at. You can leave that in. But I just... Has the world ever been more fucked up ever in your life? I consider myself an older man. I'm 35 years old. And it's been bad. And I can remember things being bad. I ain't never seen anything like fucking this. Yeah, whoever's in charge of the simulations just going buck wild with the cheat codes lately. They're like volcano mode, fucking <laughs> killer bees mode, like fucking. Well, I ain't seen Murder Hornet yeah. one. I ain't seen one of them. I don't know what these things are. <laughs> they're they're giant Japanese. Oh, I've they're, heard they're a about real them, thing, but, but I've never seen them. Like they're they're not flying across the ocean like in stealth bombers with the jap <laughs> fl- with the Japanese flag on the side. Like they're bugs. They're fucking... Well, that was pretty crazy, though. Uh, the riots are pretty fucking crazy. Oh, like, fuck. watching them on my side, man. Like, I had uh, my fucking TV and my phone on NetFest, and then I had my iPad on the fucking riots, man. Like, holy shit. Like, Yeah, the whole world just seems like it's trying to one-up itself with its fuckery, and I just don't understand what's going to come next. That's a good one. That's a- well, I, I think that whole idea of... Uh, getting rid of the police is a fucking good idea man i think they should if nothing else like all fucking governments should just be fucking taken out and we should just rebuild from the ground up you know something like that well i don't know if that's the best idea but it does sound (laughs) like one that would probably be the most effective okay but okay okay. i'm a co-sign most of that but all i want to say is what the fuck's that got to do with paw patrol yeah, that's what the fuck. It's the positive. They they want to eliminate any positive representation of the police, which I understand. Like at this point, but like, I mean, because yeah. I mean that's what that is is propaganda. Like, uh, I, anything that is like that, I see as propaganda, and I kind of see through it. Like the air show, for example. Yeah, I, I take my kids to the fucking air show, and I'm guilty of shit like that. But that's propaganda. That's war propaganda. So yeah. even though it's it's collapse and it's fucking family shit, it's still fucking it's it's basically normalizing the police state or normalizing the military industrial complex. I mean, it's the it. historical norm. I mean, before air shows, we had coliseums and gladiators. Keep them entertained yeah, but with and distracted. Thing, when, when, 
when we talk about current policing, what current policing is based on is not based on the way we used to police. No. The way we used to police was we used to police Mayberry RFD style, okay? The cop had to live in town. Typically, the chief of police was called the sheriff, and they weren't hired. They were voted in by the people. Yeah. Okay? So you had somebody who was local who typically would know everybody, and he would know that so-and-so's son is a retard. So if I have an interaction with him, he might not listen. It's not that he's being violent with me. It's just that he's fucking disabled. So I shouldn't shoot him. Okay, you're only going to know that if you know a community. This is true. Yeah. What we have now is a, uh, is a community policing that's based on the way the Nazis policed the Warsaw Ghetto. They were called Where Gestapo. they would take fucking Jews from one neighborhood and make them police another. And because it separates you from the base if you don't have to live with the people you're policing. Yep. Holy shit. So well, think about your average police department in a major city now. Most of those cops don't live there. They certainly didn't grow up there. And they certainly don't give a fuck about none of the folks there. So we need to go back to, okay, you want to be a cop in fucking whatever town? You have to be a native of here. I like that. You have to have family in town. You have to have a vested interest in not just policing, but making this community better. And that's yeah. what we lost. I can, I can that's what that. we lost. Oh. And I mean, your guys' police, forgive me if I'm wrong, but they don't, like, there's no real, like, schooling or anything you absolutely have to take. Yeah, like, there's, 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 a, there's, academy. there's an academy, yes. But they made a fucking movie about eight it, so weeks, we're not for bro. sure. Eight weeks, bro. We're, yeah, exactly. See, eight weeks is not long enough. They should be learning the law like a fucking barber lawyer, school, honestly. Barber school is 12 weeks. I mean, my basic really? training was only nine weeks, so... Why do Canadians give so much more of a fuck? What, what is going on here, you guys? Well, at one time, bro, <laughs> at one time it felt like we did care, but now we're so more interested in everything happening elsewhere that we don't care what's happening here. And now, what was, and I said this earlier today, what was a cut has become a festering, gross, fucking infected wound. And... The only thing I could compare this to, and I didn't live this, but I've read this. The only thing I could compare this to is the fall of apartheid in South Africa. There were riots and there was fire in the streets, but change came from it. Damn, I got serious. Just having a bomb break, guys. Sorry. <laughs> Thank tree you for of liberty must be watered with blood occasionally. I'm a veteran, so like, I've seen countries. I, tell, I used to tell my old lady all the time, like, we're lucky we live in a place with a peaceful exchange of power. Yes. Mm. Like, I spoke about him a little bit earlier, but like Resnick from the Czech Republic, that guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He can rap about anything he fucking wants to, and I'll believe him. Yeah. You know he's why? seen it. Because when he was a kid, he had to dodge sniper fire to go to that's, school. That's nuts, man. You know, he had to yeah. dodge landmines to go get bread. Because when he was growing up, there was no Czech Republic. It was Czechoslovakia. And Czechoslovakia broke up into fucking 7,000 different parts under fucking extreme civil war and genocide like nobody in this country's ever fucking witnessed that or had to fucking deal with that most of the rest of the world has i mean i can i can trace it because of my heritage but yeah the the actual idea of legitimate extinction of a fucking race doesn't really it doesn't smack people in the face like it should well most people think they want like anarchy in the streets and they want to go into the streets and go to war and they don't know what that means or what's going to happen it's fucking terrible there's no respawn at the last fucking checkpoint it's fucking terrible and it sucks 
Yeah. Can I raise my something hand? Something needs to be done, though. Yep. I mean, like, as an outsider looking in, like, I remember when I first started going to the States, probably like 15 years ago, and hearing about, like, the police state, and it was just like, haha, that's never going to happen. But, like, slowly over the years of going back and forth, you can see it happening to you guys. Yep. Like, the way that they're trying to cattle you guys into, like, these cattle fucking corridors and make you do everything that the government wants. And like, you have to be boiled down like, to either Republican or Democrat. You have to choose a side. And I have middle fingers for both wings of this crooked fucking bird. Well, it's not just both sides. It's They're going to divide you over anything and everything they can think of. It's crazy just the different things that you're constantly bombarded by that, hey, if this person thinks that, you should hate them. Not have a, not have a polite discourse. You should fucking hate them. Yeah. And yeah, they have. There's a bit of tribalism now, which kind of fucking it sucks. And what we have right now is we have an elimination of a symbol, because they're doing a lot to get rid of that fucking flag. Oh, can I can I, I wave can I wave my hand on that? Shout out to NASCAR for being the yeah, fuck. But here's my thing, man. That flag been around for 200 years. You know how long ago, how easy it would have been to get rid of that flag fucking two years ago or five years ago or 10 years true. ago or 20 fucking years ago? Or how about we got rid of the flag when we destroyed their bullshit fucking offshoot nation? And that's that's well, my yeah. problem with it. Is that It would have been I real easy to get rid of the flag. They're getting rid of the flag now in an attempt to appease the masses. And it's not going to appease them. No, it's going to piss off everybody. So... But like, what you have now, have you guys been paying attention to what's going on in Seattle? Uh, yes. I did hear about that, We have yeah. definitely mm -hmm. seen this. We literally have a warlord in charge of 12 city blocks. That's just... Oh, I, I just like, saw that before I started watching. There's literally a dude who they've installed as the leader who's referring to himself as a warlord. And he's like, you're not allowed in here. They took the police department. The, the cops fucking retreated. They took the city hall. And they went from six blocks four days ago to now they control 12 blocks. That's fucking That's insane. insane. I thought they were supposed and to be peaceful and just like... all armed. Yeah, that doesn't... Wow. This is going to be bad. Yeah, no, yeah, this is this is not later, good. They're going to go back for that. Either they're going to have to go back for that or they're going to end up with offshoots of that happening in every Everywhere. major American city. Yep. And, and then all of a sudden we're going to have police free zones in every major American city being controlled by warlords. Welcome to the end of day. Yeah, right? this is horror movie shit. This is the <laughs> yeah, fucking... Oh this is biblical. I'm not a fucking religious it's man. It's not even like this dude isn't getting supplies. This dude made deals and is now getting supplies delivered. So people are like, oh, they're just going to starve them out. No, nope. nah, bro. Nope. They're getting food deliveries. Oh, Fuck. Wow. You know what? Like, I think... I, I think that, like... The amount of insanity going on in the world, people should just go do what they want to do. Like, if you're still at home, like fucking doing your nine to five job that you really don't like, my job with all the gone. insanity going on, like, like fucking go out and get what you want. Go be the fucking, go be a musician, go be a fucking artist, you know, go get it, man, because well, the, the world's about to fucking end. That's why we're still doing this. Like, when this all started happening, and we we're just like, you know what? We're going to keep trying to push forward because, because fuck it. Why not? Who the what fuck else? says I can't? Yep. And we've stepped yeah. into so much shit since all this happened. It's just you crazy. Even fucking believe. Like we've like I don't want to brag and I don't want to say that, but I'm getting a little fucking more confident in myself. We've been at this for about a fucking year and some change, and we got thirty fucking episodes in the can. And they might not all be the greatest, but god damn it, I stand by them because I fucking made them. Yeah, now's hey. the time because what you have right now is the big boys. 
Universal, MGM, Fox, 20th Century, they're at a standstill because they can't. they didn't know this was coming. No. But they also were not exploring other ways of doing business. They had their way. So this froze them up. This mm-hmm. froze up Strange Music. Mm-hmm. Strange Music didn't have a digital content arm. Okay? Magic Ninja did in the form of Astronomicon. So because we were able to shift and do a lateral move into the digital space, our summer didn't stop. No. So while Strange is sitting around hemorrhaging money, we're still caking revenue every day. I mean, let's let's be honest. You guys were the event of the summer so far because there ain't been a I, fucking summer. There, there, you know what? I'll, I'm, I'm going right now. I'm saying that fest event of the fucking year. And I'll, I'll, I, if it wasn't my mic, I'd drop the fucker. Well, the only reason I don't know if I can give you that one, because before all the bad shit happened, there was an Astronomicon, and it was fucking Yeah, nuts. but I think, I think as an overall one-day banger. Yeah, he's right. We got more people we got On a one-day, yeah. Involved, more people watching. Like, and the, 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 the group of people that I think people forgot that I got reintroduced to. The underground is full of people who have disabilities whether they be mental or physical, that preclude them from being able to enjoy shows yeah. in the way you and I did. You're absolutely right. I, yeah. got, I got a friend this named Danny. This for them was important. And the response I've received from people like that and the people who, you know, due to mobility issues, cannot enjoy the small club show. Or, you know, I'm in a wheelchair. I never see the show because there's always someone standing in front of me. At home, I pulled right up next to the TV. Like you know what I mean? Like as long, yeah, like, absolutely. So, that's fucking touching. Yeah, like Netflix hey. was supposed to be a one-off. Like we were, disc- it's a one-off. That's we we were like, let's hope we don't have to do it again. Are you? You know what? I don't give a fuck if we're on tour or not. Netfest will be a yearly thing. God, we'll just do man. it in the bad weather fucking because man. what we're fucking offering sick. to the community at large is more than just a fucking live show. Yeah, it's a live show. It's a variety show. It's an interview show. It's a introduction to artist. Like. Unless you were to see the Canadian leg of the Hynamic Duo Tour, you would not have seen Noise 13. Nope. That's true. That's very true. Unless you saw one of those specific five shows. Now, everybody that was going to see that tour saw him. You can't fucking, you can't tell me that, that there's not a fucking, there's not a place or a market for that. No. Because clearly there is. And you did it for free. Well, so honestly, next time you could fucking charge. Well, don't we're not even no trying ideas. to do that. We're trying to go to Monster. Ooh. I'd rather call it Monsters Astron or Monsters Netfest and keep it free. That's fucking get the awesome. sponsorship shit. That's no, well, that's, you know, that's but OG. still give you the opportunity to to throw us a couple bucks if you want, which is what we did with those keepsake packages. That was you know what I, mean? I love those, that idea. That was I really cool. And the, and the and the and the you know just like you know and the merchandise we you know having the special code for the twenty percent off just like if you were at a show you know the pop up yeah. shop those jerseys that popped up Mm -hmm. these are all things that you know that add to the experience and as long as we can continue to add to the experience and potentially even add a vip meet and greet of some sort and get you guys even closer and more involved like imagine if during the four-hour show you could pay a certain amount of money and that at certain at some part during the show you're going to get a video call from twisted that would be sick. Yeah, and people then, would freak out. And, and, then, and then, you know, and it's extra. It's a little extra money. But it'd be worth but it. you're going to get this video call. 
you're going to get five minutes with them or whatever it is, like you would at a meet and greet. You're going to get a video of your interaction, and you're going to get a merchandise pack of, of signed stuff like you were there. That's fucking ingenious. Like, like we're trying to really, like, if we get, no one's ready to go back on the road. And none of these fucking venues are going to be 100% until next year. No one's going on the road until venues are at 100%. Because you're not going to make enough money. Right. Makes yeah, sense. Yeah, you can't be hit or miss with that shit. No. That's so your livelihood. So fucking yeah. stuck. So unfortunately, I, I hate saying it's this or nothing, but I'm happy that people have embraced this. Because this is It was great. not a hard sell once it aired. No. Like, uh, skeptical is mean, not the right I mean, the content word. that you guys put together there for, look, what'd you say you had, like 20 days, Chuck? Like, like you guys put together the merchandise, the fucking show, yep. uh, the fucking, the different animation cuts just for the net and, and that is the team. Yeah, that man. Is Bone Stub. That is, a, is that is it. insane E. That is brain dead graphics. That is Amy and PR. That is, you know, James and technical. That is Michael at the office. That is George sitting at the a. throne of this whole thing. You know, Shout out it, George. Is, it is twisted. The artistic muses behind Magic Ninja. It's all these things. And yeah. I don't think there's another team that could have did this. No. Straight the fuck up. Yeah, no. Nobody. Well, they fucking didn't. You know, they fucking right, yeah. didn't. Twisted. Yeah, and all you guys stepped up and you guys fucking murdered it. And not only that, did you guys do that, but you did it for the love of the underground. Like, I think when this COVID shit's over and everything blows over, I think that the underground's going to get a new resurgence like people have never seen, especially for fucking all the people who've got the love like this. We miss each other. Straight the fuck up. I went to a homie's wedding a couple weeks ago, and it was at a fucking very famous juggalo bar in our area. And we weren't supposed to have 75, 80 fucking people in there, and we fucking did. And it was, the words I've been using was it was methadone for a hardcore show addiction. And I miss it. <laughs> I fucking miss it, man. I miss my mosh pits. I miss getting high with my homies behind the corner. I miss telling security to eat my ass. I just miss having fucking pictures to post and shit. Damn it. Yeah, that's that's another arm of our whole thing so, that we don't have right now. So this is where I see it going. If you, if, if we're going to get into it. Okay. Well, but I want to. Oh, so, yeah. so a few months from now, there's, there's something coming up. I'm not going to say what it is, but there's something coming up in a few months. Let me know, Chuck. That we can't let pass without something. It's it's an anniversary that warrants notice. Mm-hmm. I was wondering about this. So, I wonder. So we can't go. So we're not going to go on the road for 25% of capacity because it makes yeah. no sense. No, cause fuck it. because fuck it. Because you're not going to make your nuts. No. You're just not. So. Do you guys, I mean, you said you're 35, I'm 40. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the early days of WrestleMania when you couldn't get it at home? Yep. Had to go to You the had theaters. to go to a bar. Had to go to the bars. bar. had the, the pay-per-view rights to it. Closed circuit. How about we did that? Oh, my fucking God. Hmm. That'd so, be cool as so fuck. We, we do Twisted Live <laughs> in one place, and we license it to local fucking venues. And we make sure that they have projectors and screens, and we project these fucking shows, and you pay a ticket price with them, and then they pay us a licensing fee. And it's one show on one night that everybody fucking can go to their town and see. I don't got to worry about missing it. See this go until we can get back out there. That's, God damn. That's lightning in a fucking bottle. 
That's sick as hell, yeah. Thank you for that fucking exclusive. Yeah, that's... Holy shit. (laughs) Because you could have two or three different venues in the same town all offering it. Yeah. And all offering different amenities, whether it be food, whether it be open bar. You could decide to do a cash bar with a $10 ticket, or you could say, hey, we're doing it here. It's 50 bucks for the ticket, but it's all you can drink. Like, like, and it, it gives the venues the flexibility to do what they have to do to maintain success. Everybody has to be given the freedom right now to do what they have to do to stay alive. Venues and artists alike. Because we're symbiotic. Without one, the other cannot exist. And we're already losing. We've lost 12 major venues in Boston in the last three weeks. Wow. Wow. So we have to start getting events in there. But it's we can't bring them here physically. So can we do this new way? Well, we're going to try. Going to fucking try. Fucking A. That's, 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 that's just the catchphrase. I'm a fucking give it a shot. Yeah, that's been my motto with all of this going on to these people. You know, it's terrible the things that are happening. But if you have these venues or you're doing whatever it is you're doing, if that's what you want, you adapt and fucking make it happen. Uh, I have one more question before we get out of here. And this is just about the NetFest. And are you all going to release... A, a home version, a DVD, a, 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 a fucking a code to watch it. Because I'm going to be honest, I could sit back and watch that again. And I have well, a problem. Well, it's still up. Oh, it's, I'm, it's, I'm sure it, it is. It, but it, there's only so much YouTube can and it will re- it will remain. The issue here was we didn't want to take anybody's ownership. Mm-hmm. So the event itself was not monetized by Magic Ninja Entertainment or Astronomicon in any way. But... Excuse me. If one of the artists had their paperwork right, and YouTube hit Astro, I'm sorry, hit the Netfest video with a copyright like thing, they get a, a portion of the revenue. Holy so shit! So because we didn't assume any ownership, we would be legally on some shaky ground. Ah. That all makes sense. Issue then. it on a DVD. I, I so totally we're just understand. gonna leave it up there because every time you watch it. If Noise had his copyright stuff right and his publishing and his publisher hit the hit the video, then he's getting a couple of a couple of point zero senses every time somebody plays. Mm-hmm. Whitney Payton, she's getting an equal share. Everybody who had you know twisted themselves is getting an equal share of the revenue that's, because their copyright and stuff was right. That's now ones in the future, we're gonna have releases. And we're going to increase the production value. We're probably going to be in charge of collecting a lot of the footage and not putting it in other people's hands because that was kind of what we did on this one. We put it in everybody else's hands. Um, but, we, you know, we can maintain QC. And it just, it, you know, we'll just leave it up. I mean, the whole 13 and a half hour experience is available on the Astronomicon YouTube channel. And they were going to take it down. But thankfully, we talked them out of it. Thank, yeah, thank God, man. Like, like, cause like, I think the last, like you said, it was 40,000 views on uh tailgate. Oh, and then, yeah, no. And then if you, if you want to listen to the pre-show or the main show in just the audio format, both of those are available on Spotify. They're both available on Apple music. Oh, I did they're not both know that. Did not fucking know fucking, that. They're all, they're both available on Google play. If you go on Spotify and you search the word Astronomicon, any digital content that exists on the Astronomicon YouTube page that's long form exists in the audio on Spotify. I'm about to go so that's all the that's interviews, all the panels, all the live shows with Dustin and Mike. 
um, you know, NetFest main shows in three parts, pre-shows in one long three and a half hour thing. You know, you can, and it's the good audio. It's not the audio that went through the stream. It's the audio that just originated on the computer. So it's yeah. the good version of the audio. And you can, you know, if you got a long drive or you're one of these people, if you clean in your house, you can literally pop that shit on your Spotify on your phone and rock it in the background. That's, hell yeah. Well, hell yeah. I think a lot of people, uh, even on the, you know, the NetFest when it was live there, I think you, even when you're just going to cook or whatever, you still left it on in the background, right? Yeah, so, absolutely. You know, it was, what I just it was got in our from hotel room actually. Chuck said though about these different stuff is Chuck, if you ever get into the managing part of shit, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> ah, damn, homie. Oh, for sure, brother. As things continue, things continue to expand. I'm sure I'm going to have some hands and some stuff as the year goes along. Ain't that <laughs> crazy how that grows? You start to do one thing, and they're like, "Hey, can you do these like six other things too?" And you're just like, "Uh, yeah, sure." Okay. I mean, I I never thought that I would produce 13 and a half hours of TV. Because that's essentially what right. I did. Yeah, that's what you did. That's sick. You are a chef. Like, you are and, a TV producer. And to do producer. it at the speed by which we did it to the acceptance of that we got insanity. Yeah. And I couldn't, like, especially, you couldn't have told me on day 21 before it happened what was going to happen. You couldn't have told me that. No. No fucking way. Yeah, the, the speed like the, actually literally, okay, is crazy. The double A thing, the double A thing. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, the yeah. double A thing didn't happen until, hmm, I don't know. The fucking last possible second. <laughs> Jesus, Chuck. So you could have um, told me any of that shit. Like, I saw I saw Paul on the Twisted Live, and he was saying he got asked if if Double A's part of M and E now, and he just said uh, he, he's a ninja or something like he's that. Double he's double fucking he's, A. Yeah, that was I I I don't think. I don't think we've heard the last of that gentleman. Good. Um, <laughs> I've got to say that. Dude. Um, yeah. I think we all did. In 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 2006, he became a fucking enigma. He was a fucking yeti wrapped in a Bigfoot, shoved inside of an El Chupacabra, and then thrown in Loch Ness. That dude became a myth. Yeah. Okay. Where double A goes? You yeah. do not. You do not step out of the shadows after being the fucking hide and seek world champion for fucking 15 years. Yeah. For nothing. Unless there's a reason. Yeah. Oh, that's sick. So that's I sick. have to figure he's watching Joe Bruce tell stories of the past. And I bet you Double A's version is probably a little different. God and damn he it. Might be in a God damn it, St. Jay. Tell it to sign. Wow. Jesus Christ. As a juggalo, um, we can hope. I'm a little mad at that camp, but we can't go into that because I'm not going to do another 30 minutes of the beef. We've kept you guys for a long fucking time, and I cannot thank you enough for this. Noise, Chuck, man, seriously, you guys fucking rock. Seriously. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah brother. I, I enjoy the hell out of the podcast. I enjoy the hell out of you guys, and I appreciate the invitation. Uh, yeah, Pixar, it didn't happen. Everybody out there, go fucking subscribe. Go subscribe to all Chuck shit. Astronomicon, NetFest, Noise13. Uh, yeah, thanks for having us, guys. Fucking A, man. Thanks, guys. Everybody, definitely check out the Astro, because... We already told you, you do not want to miss this when it comes back around, so make sure you follow all of their shit. One more thing before we go. Mick Foley for Astro next year. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you got tried it. for year one, and it fell through, if you don't remember, but having him on NetFest was a huge positive sign. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Wait, wait, wait. I'm going to throw out my two then. All right. I want the Trailer Park Boys. Oh, fuck yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, all right, and, uh, and then I want 
anybody from AEW, but Chris Jericho. I mean, that would be a godsend, man. But anybody from AEW uh, wrestling. Well, I only got the one. You guys got Dante and Randall. I need me some Kevin Smith yeah, at Astro. Fucking that, fucking that's going to turn our convention into an airport. <laughs> that's a couple of years away. Just just because you, you add him to your convention and you add 20,000 people. Just because. Yeah. Just because. Hey, I hope you're up for the challenge. Figure that all out. All right, guys. Thank you. Deuces and shit. Well, thank you, guys. Y'all have a good one. Peace. Have a good one, guys. Peace. Moose, moose. All right, hit that fucking... Oh, God.